to Soul Naked, your podcast all about embodied healing and sacred sensuality. I am Tanya Hirsch and this podcast is intended to guide you home to your truth and feminine power. Each episode is designed to inspire you to create a pleasure-filled life that is in alignment with your soul. Let's drop the mask and dive right in. Our infinity. Our Welcome back to the Soul Naked podcast. If you listened to the intro, you might have noticed we had a rebranding from Living Free to Soul Naked and I'm so excited. It feels so aligned and so alive to go from Living Free, which has been a huge chapter and will always be a huge part of just me living free and us living free, going on this mission of deconditioning and freeing ourselves to diving even deeper. And this year will be all about feminine leadership, about leading your life and your relationship and your business from your heart to not allow the layers of conditioning and trauma and fear to get you in the way. So the picture that we designed, I invite you to have a look at the picture of this podcast, Soul Naked, that my dear friend Magdalena designed, is really a picture of what this mission is all about. So if you see this right now, it's my skin cracking open and the light shines through. So this is a metaphor that we dive through the layers of conditioning, of fear, of doubt, of everything that limits our human experience as a soul on this planet and allow our essence, our divinity, our light to shine through so we can really be in service for this world and what we came here to do. So this is much more than just a picture. This is really the essence of my work to allow our essence to shine through. And if you haven't watched this on YouTube, if you listen to this on Spotify or wherever you listen to my podcast, I invite you to head over to YouTube and watch the intro of this podcast because, oh my God, this shooting has been amazing. The footage that we took in Mexico in the beginning of this intro was such a magical moment. It was I think we were five women on a rooftop on a shooting for a brand and then we all ended up naked doing this divine temple priestess footage of us dancing and I would love for you to see it and to feel into it. It also represents the essence of what 2023, a whole year of possibilities and magic is all about. And today, the first episode of the year, I was feeling like what do I want to talk about? And If I combine all of my 33 years on this planet together, what is most alive for me right now, and I feel my mission is really related to this, is to bring you back into your feminine power. So today's episode will all be about awakening your feminine power and also staying in your feminine power. Because we all had glimpses of how it feels like to be in our power, to be in our radiance, to be in our full strength. and. We also all know how it feels if it's been taken away from us, if we feel powerless, if we feel helpless. And 2022 has brought up a lot of this. I mean, I moved to a country where I don't speak the language, where I don't know anyone, didn't know anyone. And that brought up a lot of this helplessness and this victimhood and this, oh my God, I just want to bury my head under the ground and never come out again. This is just too much. <laughs> and I grew up with parents like this, like my mom. She's an amazing person, but she never really took responsibility and she never really, yeah, she, it was easy for her to blame others. I never really experienced 
a healthy role model of feminine leadership or of an empowered woman. And I want to clarify something here before we dive into this episode of what feminine leadership and also feminine power represents for me, because the word power has been misused for so many years and I didn't really resonate with the word power until I fully stepped into it and I felt my power. And I also understood why people say you're not, yeah, some people are afraid of their power. I was always, I'm ready for my power, where is it? Until I really saw my purpose on this life and I really saw and felt my power because the bigger your light shines and the greater, yeah, your power grows, you, the more you step into it, the more responsibility comes with it. And you see that it's actually massive and we have to be able to hold this. So for me, feminine power and feminine leadership always comes back to the heart. So it doesn't matter if you're a man listening to this or a woman listening to this, we all have feminine energy and masculine energy. And I speak a lot about this on this podcast, so I'm not diving into this right now. But feminine power, feminine leadership represents for me to lead your life, to live your life, to take decisions, to speak, to feel safe, to everything you do in your life and how you lead your life and yourself in your life comes from the heart and not from your conditioning, not from your mind, not from your fear holding you back to shine your light. Everything you do comes from your open heart. And that's what I see in most of my clients and most of the women I work with. And when I look back with myself, it's the scariest healing work we can do. Our heart has the biggest coherency of all our chakras. We can even measure that physically and science has proven that, you can Google that. Our heart has the biggest coherence. It goes around our body and it is a frequency. When we have an open heart, we radiate and we magnetize our desires. But it sounds so easy to say, I want an open heart and I want to magnetize everything. There's a reason why most of us are shut down in their heart, why so many of us carry this thick protection wall around our hearts because we've been hurt in the past, because there have been moments where we've been betrayed or someone backstabbed us and we lost the trust in life and ourselves. We shut down the walls around our hearts so we can feel safe. And that was necessary at one point in our story, but it's up to us if we choose to open, to crack open these walls, like the picture, to crack open these protection layers and to see that our purpose is much bigger than our trauma. And I think this is why I'm here on this planet, to help you heal these wounds so your trauma doesn't get in the way by you achieving, stepping into the version of you that you came here to do, to make this world a better place, to shine your light, to bring your art into the world, to hold space. I feel every single woman and every single person came here with a divine purpose and every single woman has healing abilities. We have a connection to the divine that is very big and massive and holds a lot of power and a lot of opportunities, almost infinite, actually infinite potential. But only a few of us choose to walk this path and to really crack open the layers around our heart, to release the trauma that has all of us, even if you think you don't have trauma, we all had experiences where our needs haven't been met, where we build up these walls. Even if you think you have an open heart, you will feel if you don't live the life that you truly desire and if you don't have the relationships you truly desire, there most certainly is some trauma stored in your body that can be released and felt and be out of your system so you can shine your light no matter what and to hold everything that comes with it because that's another thing, the bigger your light shines, the more you will project the shadows in other people. If the sun shines on a tree, there's a big shadow. 
and if someone hasn't looked on their shadows, there's only two options. Either they project their shit onto you, and in the past I took that very personally, because my light was always very shiny, but then I got all the shit being thrown at me, and I thought there's something wrong with me, until I learned to use my gift and my light for the right people. And it became really clear for me, and <laughs> this is something I want to clarify right away, you will stay, and I'm sure you are already one of those people, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this. I'm only working with people that are here to walk this path, that are here to do the healing work, that are here to make this world a better place. And it doesn't mean you have to fully quit your job and do like the path that I chose, which I feel every single person could do, but it means to live your life from your heart, to heal your past and to fully embrace your role as a medicine woman, as an artist, as a mentor. And most of us, we already do these things. <laughs> I was a healer my whole life, but I wasn't aware of it. I thought there's something massively wrong with me because people were triggered in my presence and would project that on me. And I thought, oh my God, I'm a horrible person. And until I saw the power of my light and I learned to use it wisely. So if you are one of those people who are really devoted for truth, to walk this path of healing, to make this world a better place, because we need all of you, every single person right now who is willing to walk this path, I'm here for you, if you fully devote to it. It's almost like this little flame inside of you, or maybe you're already on this path. I know there's a lot of healers and mentors out there. This little flame inside of you that knows you're here for more. Like when I was a school teacher, I always knew I was here for more, but I was so scared. I allowed my trauma, the walls around my heart, the wrong sense of safety of having the safe job, even though it's insane when I look back what I earned back then and what I earn now. But this, yeah, these things, what we limit ourselves with, what's possible and, you know, we put these limitations on top of ourselves. And I'm really here for you if you feel this flame you want to make this year, 2023, the year you allow this flame to turn into an erupting volcano and to oh, fully embrace your path as a healer, as a medicine woman, as an artist, to step fully in. So if your purpose is tapping on your shoulder and you're like, I'm ready, you can come, but I don't want to do the scary things. <laughs> I'm the one turning your shoulders towards your purpose so you can fully embrace, <laughs> fully embrace what you came here to do. This is the only woman I'm working with in 2023. So if you're like, I don't want to do the work, I just want the benefits, then I'm not your mentor anymore. I'm very clear and very specific who I let into my field, only offering one or two mentorships one-on-one -on -one for the first half of this year. So one is already taken, I might offer another one. So I don't offer as many one-on-one -on -one spaces anymore. I'm here to really bring you home to your feminine power in a group container. So that's what's been coming through really clearly. Also in my ayahuasca ceremony, it became really clear who I'm here to serve. So only if you're fully devoted, fully committed, then you're here in the right place. Then we walk this path together, shoulder to shoulder. We will raise the vibration of this planet. We will bring light back to this earth so we can live in harmony with nature and each other. So this, before we dive right into what I was actually planning to say on this episode, but I feel this wanted to come through. So feminine power, leading your life, your decisions, your relationships from your heart and not your trauma, not your projections, not your insecurities, not your fear, not your doubt. So how do you awaken your feminine power? By the way, this is my invitation for you to join my free immersion 
Awaken Your Feminine Power, where I collected nine of the most powerful feminine leaders of the industry to share their magic in one weekend. It's completely free. You can sign up by the link below. And this is really a dream coming true to collect this feminine power in one weekend and all of these women sharing their purest essence, what's most alive for them in one potent workshop. So if you collect the work of what they are doing and put it into one weekend, voila, that's what I created for you with all of my heart. And I, I'm really excited about this and I want you to be part of it. So make sure to sign up. It's gonna be free for three days and then it will turn into a paid immersion. So make sure to join live to get the most out of it and to really allow your feminine power to awaken because we need every single one of you. <laughs> So, what did I write down here? I feel like I'm not really sticking to my notes, but I, I want to have a look at it. So, to awaken and to stay in your feminine power, it is essential that you know your truth. And I can't repeat this enough. Not many people are willing to see the truth, because sometimes there's big changes necessary to actually live in alignment with the truth. So, for example, sometimes you feel, and I've been there only six, seven months ago when I was in my last relationship. In the beginning, it was all amazing, and then I started realizing some subconscious patterns, and I realized I was staying even though my soul already knew I was supposed to leave. And I shared this even on a, crying on a live masterclass with you, if you've been part of this, that in one ceremony that I sat with myself at the ocean on a full moon, this truth dropped in, and I just knew he was not my man, and still I stayed because of the fear of being alone on this island, of not finding somebody, like to be alone for the rest of my life because I've been single for four and a half years before and there were so many things that were good and he did all the things, but deep inside my soul knew. And that's the thing, to really live in alignment with your truth, it's most of the time not in alignment with what your mind wants because your mind wants to keep you safe, it wants to choose the most safe option for you and if you really want to live like this sometimes there's big changes necessary same with moving to Morea I have never been here before I've, I didn't know anybody it didn't make sense from my mind but my soul knew and I trusted that or even now with my team I had the intuition to set up a team and I hired four women to work with me it didn't make sense I didn't have the numbers to afford four women but I trusted my soul because I know the intuition is always right and I had too many situations in my past where I didn't listen and I I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to betray myself anymore. That's why I listen to the whispers before they turn into screams and it's the most magical life I've ever experienced. Even though I don't have control, I don't know what's happening, but I trust and most of the time the magic that comes is out of this world. But it is not always easy. So know your truth, because if you know your truth, you become unfuckable with. If you know your truth, nobody can tell you what your truth is. You're hard to manipulate. If you know your truth, a man that you're in a relationship with won't be able to tell you what's your truth. And I've been in a very emotional abusive relationship with a narcissist, so I know how it feels like if you doubt your truth. I knew my intuition was very clear, but because he was very good at gaslighting and manipulating, that I didn't know anymore what was my truth, what was his truth, what is the truth. I was losing myself, I was losing the connection to my soul. And this is the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> If you're being manipulated, and I know a lot of you have been in relationships with a narcissist as well, a lot of women coming into my field, the same experiences, and it's the hardest thing to leave, because you will, yeah, that's a topic for another day that I also feel like I'm gonna dive into a lot more. 
but that's something that's essential if you want to awaken your feminine power and also stay in your power to always connect to your truth and you can do this by meditation by the easiest thing is to spend time in nature and to be with yourself without your phone in nature and to nurture your body with what nature provides us with food that is not poisoned with water that is clear so you can have a clear channel for whatever comes through and to stay in your truth. The second thing I want to dive into is to feel safe to be you and to show all of you. It's also something that's very essential if you walk this path and you want to stay in your feminine power, that you feel safe in your body to be you. And that can be scary if it wasn't safe in the past for you to show all of you. If some parts of you weren't loved, if some parts of you have been shamed and suppressed, it's essential that you take these parts of your soul back so you can come into the wholeness of who you are and shine your light brightly. Also, it means for me to be embodied and to take empowered decisions and to lead your life really with an open heart. These are all things that are essential for me when it comes to yeah, living your life from your feminine power. And now you ask, how do I get there? <laughs> I've already mentioned a few things. But when I look back at my whole healing journey and 15 years of my healing journey have all been about healing the feminine. I mean, I moved to the feminine pole of the earth, everything, my core wounds, I thought would all go back to my mother and feeling like a burden and feeling unlovable and not feeling wanted and a lot of sisterhood wounds and a lot of mother wounds that were part of my healing journey. And then one and a half years ago, I discovered that actually I also have a lot of masculine wounds, but I couldn't see them because I put my dad kind of on a pedestal and it's they only could come up through my healed inner feminine. So it's almost like the feminine sparks the masculine to rise. So this part was much quicker. It was like one and a half years that I have been healing my masculine and also strengthened my inner masculine. And I've rewritten many beliefs that I had around the masculine and about power and abuse and oh, so many stories around my father lineage, my granddad, he is a narcissist too and he yeah, just there was a lot of judgment issues and a lot of trust issues and a lot of not standing up for me topics that came up and there was a lot of anger towards the masculine that I really dove into a lot and this whole trip that I went through Central America to Costa Rica and Mexico have all been about healing the masculine, about trusting the masculine, about seeing the divinity in the masculine, about Oh, opening to the masculine and seeing the beauty and so much has been rewritten. I saw deers everywhere. My last name is Deer, so I saw deers everywhere. Every single hotel or room I stayed, there was a deer picture above my bed, next to my bed. I saw them on the street and paintings everywhere were deers. And I feel like I've rewritten so many limiting stories and false truths about the masculine in these last few months and especially the last months that my whole reality shifted. I can see so many amazing, divine, beautiful beings, how beautiful men are, if they really feel seen and appreciated, how beautiful men are and how much we need them. And I feel through our embodiments of the divine feminine, we spark the masculine to rise. It's just like we just give them a little spark and then they rise and they become these divine masculine beings. And it's, I'm in awe of men right now. and. I also feel my man is coming closer, but I already went far from what I wanted to share with you. So <laughs> to sum this up, we all have an inner masculine and inner feminine, and it's a lifelong mission to keep them balanced, to have a sacred inner union between your masculine and feminine. And sometimes 
the feminine is much more <laughs> established, the masculine is down here, sometimes it's the other way around and we can always find our balance back. But how to stay and yeah, not only awaken your feminine power, but to stay in your feminine power, it's essential to have a healthy inner union between your feminine and your masculine. And I wrote a few things down that come with that. So of course, if you look at a flower, the rose is a beautiful example of both also. It has the beauty, the radiance in its petals, but it also has the thorns to protect itself. And that's the divine feminine and also the divine masculine. We have the beauty and the radiance and the openness, the open heart. But to lead your life from an open heart doesn't mean that we share our loves unconditionally with everyone. Kind of we do, but it also means to know when to close. Like the flower closes at night, we know when it's safe to blossom and to shine and to radiate and to unconditionally love. And we also need to know when we need to set a boundary, when we need to say no. And this is also why it's essential to be connected to our truth, to our needs, to our body's wisdom, because our body knows. And we as women, if we're connected to our womb, to our intuition, to our heart, there is no doubt what the truth is. We just know. My yoni talks to me. <laughs> I just know. If it's a no, it's a no. And I can't argue with that. And even if my mind is like, but maybe, no, she's like, it's a no. <laughs> And we can use that as a gift instead of saying that, but my ego wants this, to say, no, it's the truth. And even if the ego, the ego is so limited, our divinity is so much bigger than our ego. So have strong boundaries, know your yes and no. And a daily practice can help you with that. Have a daily spiritual practice that helps you to connect with the divine. And that looks different for everyone. For me, sometimes it means to pedal out with my stand-up pedal in the morning. I do this almost every morning to connect with nature before I check my phone. And I know I'm very privileged to have created this life, but maybe you can just put your feet on the ground and imagine growing roots through your feet to the earth to connect to nature. Maybe it's dancing, put on a song and just dance. Maybe it's meditation, maybe it's a workout, something that brings you out of your mind and into your body because our body holds the wisdom. And also to have clarity and trust around it because it can be scary if you're used to live your life from your mind and what your parents did and what you've been conditioned and suddenly you're like oops my body actually my womb is telling me something completely different to bring all of those layers your body your mind your heart and your soul your intuition into alignment this is something that will help you a lot also another thing essential i see this with every single woman i work with family dynamics. If you want to stay in your feminine power, once you've awakened this, you're like, I feel so empowered, I want to stay in there. But if you have family dynamics that are toxic, and most of us do, and it's hard to admit that because we put our families on pedestals, <laughs> some of us, to see the truth of the dynamic in your family. And for me, when I did a few family constellations, and one was really powerful this year, I could see that I was almost in the middle trying to hold everything together, like the glue that was trying to bring light to everyone, to bring joy for everyone. And that's what I was called, the sunshine kid, as a kid. And because I was always the one, the easy one that didn't ask for anything, that could just, you know, make jewelry for hours and not complain. Of course, there was a high price, but I tried to manage all the different emotions. If someone was sad, I would try to make them happy again. I felt responsible for every single emotion because at one point it was put on me. And on the other hand, I also just carried it. I was like, 
there's so much unspokenness in my family, I'm trying to fix it all. I'm responsible for everyone. And if you want to stay in your feminine power, especially if you're a healer or a leader, it is essential that you step out of the center of trying to fix everyone because you will carry these patterns into your business. You cannot stay in your power and serve. You don't serve anyone if you try to fix someone or to rescue someone, to help someone. You can support them, you can hold space for their healing by you being the embodiment of what you preach, but you cannot do it for them. And that was something I needed to learn as well because I was still in the center like, oh, I need to help everybody. And then to step out and see, okay, where do I put the mirror in front of me? What is mine? And where is something projected on me and I can put the mirror to them, send it back to them. It's not mine to carry, I give it back to you. This is an art to learn, to give back responsibilities for people's emotions, to give back the responsibilities of things that are not yours to carry. Because you need your power for you to hold space and not to fix anyone, okay? Very important. Also, emotional entanglements, attachments and wounds are a big, big thing. And I see this over and over again because I've been one of those women. <laughs> I was sometimes, I got glimpses of how it feels like to be in my feminine power. And then it felt like I'm riding this wave until something happened on the outside. And that's the thing, if you're not connected to your feminine power from within, also connected to self-worth, self-love, then anything that happens on the outside can take your power away. So become aware of what takes your power away and draw it back to you. For me, it was if a guy was leaving me on red or I could feel he's leaving and everything went so well. So my, all my wounds of being, the fear of being abandoned, of being judged, of being alone, of, yeah, this wound of abandonment was really, really big and my anxious attachments died. When he left, I was like, oh my God, my heart. <laughs> All these wounds of feeling like a burden, unlovable, everything came up. And every man was an invitation to heal that. But I couldn't see it back then until I really went to the root this year and really had to face this inner baby girl that was terrified, that didn't feel safe, that was terrified, really, really terrified of being abandoned, that didn't receive the love she needed, that didn't receive the warmth, the safety, the love she always deserved. Only by facing that, it felt really unbearable. It was the first moment in my life I could finally understand why people turn into addicts and commit suicide, because it was unbearable. Like, I thought I cannot live a second longer like this. This is how deep this journey took me until I faced the deepest, darkest loneliness, the part of me that felt unlovable. And I looked it in the eyes and I embraced it. I was like, you're part of me too, you're welcome here. Instead of shutting the door and doing other things to distract myself, like I used to do, like we all do, we are masters in protecting our wounds. I was like, okay, come here, baby girl. <laughs> I'm gonna embrace you. You're part of me and I love you and I make you feel safe. And even though you didn't receive the love you deserved, I'm gonna shower you with all the love in the universe. And in this darkness, in this deep hole, that's where I found my power, where I found the love from the inside that I was looking for all my life from the outside and different men, even in friendships. I was longing for someone to choose me. I was waiting for people to love me when the only person that was truly waiting to love me was my inner baby girl, my inner child. And nobody else in the world could give her that until I really did that. And when I went to this root, that's when everything shifted and I don't have these entanglements anymore. There's no more drama right now. And since 
months, there's no drama. I can see the drama and I don't get entangled in it. I'm not a match any longer to emotional, unavailable men. I'm not a match any longer to the men I used to date. I receive messages from men that would fly across the world to see me, that see the divinity in me, that honor my divinity, my femininity. Maybe I'm going to do like a podcast episode how I turned from literally accepting breadcrumbs from men to being worshipped. Men bring flowers to first dates and I call them goddess offerings. They really appreciate me, but I needed to do that for myself first before it could manifest in my reality. That's the thing. Sometimes we wait. We like, if I get the man, then I can feel safe to be in my power. No, you go first and then the man comes. I can feel my man so close, so, so close. And my daughter too. So emotional entanglements, and that's why it's so essential that you do the healing work so your emotional entanglements don't stop you from staying in your power. Because otherwise every man that leaves you, you will lose your power because you put it on something external. Draw your power back to you by healing the wounds so you're not available for this any longer. Your mission is bigger than your emotional entanglements. <laughs> your mission is so much bigger than you. That's why I do the trauma healing work so you don't lose track every time a man leaves you on red or ghosts you or abandons you because you always have you and if you do this deep inner work you can stay in your feminine power you won't allow a man to take it away from you ah this one is big also become unfuckable with when it comes to your self-worth and self-love love yourself it always comes down to self-love love yourself enough that you don't lower your standards you don't stay in relationships because of your wounds. This is very close to connected to the last point. If you already know, and that's the thing, I work with so many women, the layers, like your mind, your body, your heart, and your soul, if they're not in alignment, you can be aware of your trauma. You can be aware that this man doesn't deserve you. You can be aware that this is not how you want to be treated. But if you're still stuck in the same dynamics, emotional entanglements, and in this trauma, if your wound still gets triggered, you will still have the reactions and still stay and accept this poor behavior, even though you already, <laughs> you don't want it, but your body still is like, oh, it's like a drug. I still need this. It still feels better than nothing because this ounce of love feels better than the hole that I feel in myself. And only by facing this darkness, facing this hole, you can find your light and the love that you already are. That's always been there, like the sun behind a cloud. It's already inside of you and longing for you to finally see and embody it. But as long as you stay in these toxic patterns, I hate to break it to you, but you won't be able to stay in your feminine power because it will always throw you off track again and again and again. So heal your wounds. Also something that's really important is to ground and to center yourself. If you're like me, you're an empath, you feel what everyone else is feeling, come back to your center. And that's why spiritual practice is so important. Put your feet on the earth. If you know me, I, I love hiking without shoes. I'm barefoot all day. I know in winter in Europe, this is not possible, but even if it's just five minutes, connect with nature, with your skin. We need the, the vibration of the planet. We soak this up through our skin. We can't soak the frequency of the earth up if we are walking on rubber shoes. So ground yourself. You can even imagine this. Just imagine growing roots through your feet into the ground and soaking the energy, the nurturing, the loving, the powerful energy of Mother Earth into your body, into your heart, and find your center, relax your belly. This is huge when you're talking to someone and you feel like, oh, you're with them, with their energy. Relax your belly, breathe into your belly. This will help you to come back into your center. You can close your eyes, breathe a few moments into your belly, 
and become aware of what's your energy, what's theirs. Don't get entangled again. It's almost, I imagine this bubble around me and I am very aware of what's mine and what's not mine. And I give it back over and over. And if you have a hole in this bubble, people will find a way to cross your boundaries, to get into this hole, to leak your energy. So own your space, own your energy, and then you can stay in your feminine power much longer and much more embodied than with all these holes in it. Speak your truth, big one, trust your intuition, connect with your womb. That's also a big essence of my work. Connect to your womb, to your yoni. She holds the power, the wisdom, the gems, the key to everything you desire. And this is also the part of what, that I channel through all of my programs. It's always through my womb because this is the connection to the spiritual world. We can receive a soul through our womb and we can also receive channeled messages from the divine that wants to be birthed through us, through projects, through words, through art. And this leads me to my final invitation so as you know, we will have the Awaken Your Feminine Power Immersion. And I think it's in two weeks, on the th not even less, the 13th until the 15th of January. We have Shoshana Raven, The Art of Living Brave. We have Sophie Josefina. She will talk about how to move from feminine shadow to feminine power huge codes in there. We will have Julia from Julia Spiritual Living. She was like a few minutes from where I lived in Costa Rica when I guided the Embodied Feminine Leadership Training with Nadine, which was mind-blowing. I think I should talk about this also more because this work can really, really shift your whole life in a few days, literally. <laughs> and we will have, who else do we have? I will guide an opening ceremony and a closing ceremony where we embody our feminine power, where I will also share about my upcoming mastermind called Soul Let. We have Tatcha, we have, I should have brought my list while I was talking to this. Let me check. Yeah, we have Nadine Lee with a workshop called The Embodied Woman. We have Kim Meller with Magic Mastery. We have Amy Natalie. She's going to lead an embodiment session called Unleash Your Wild Woman. We have Sarah Warner. Most of these women have been on my podcast, The Art of Revealing Your Heart. Ah, so much magic in one weekend. So make sure to not miss a single second of it. It's going to be life-changing if you're ready to receive the codes, the transmissions. And then... I have something really special for you, a big invitation that came through in my ayahuasca ceremony where I was shown very clearly what my purpose is and who is ready to, like who I'm here to serve. And this mastermind is a four-month container that will end with a three-day in-person immersion. And in these four months, we will get you to the next level of leadership and your next level of showing up as the healer, the mentor, the artist that you came here to be. Like the picture that I showed before of the purpose is tapping on your shoulder. You already feel the flame or maybe you're already sharing something, nutrition or holistic health, but you feel like, ooh, actually something bigger wants to come through right now. Actually, sacred sensuality is really something that makes me feel alive, but I'm too scared to share this because my family is watching me. All the things that come up, all the, I mean, if you choose this path, to create your soul business, all the things will come up to the surface. And this is a safe container for you, four months to be held, to be seen, to be celebrated, to be supported, to be guided while you embrace the next step of your leadership. <laughs> 
So I would love to have you, if you feel this is calling my name, I'm one of the 11 women inside this container. One spot is already taken for sure, a second woman is about to sign up. Send me a message. I would love to have a conversation with you if this is really the container for you. I want to see and to feel that you are committed to devote your life to be in service for this planet. I don't want your ego to get in the way. I will help you to release those layers to do the deep inner healing work. And I have a very special offer for you on the immersion. But if you already know you want to be part of this, I have an even bigger discount. This is like a mystery offer that I... I want to celebrate your courage of trusting your intuition. And I know if you sign up for this, you, you trust that inner voice. So if this is calling your name, send me a message. Tell me about your visions, your desires, and we see if this is a perfect match. And other than that, I see you next week for another podcast interview of Soul Naked. And I would love for you to leave a review on the Apple podcast. This would help me immensely to share this work, to share this magic, the power of this work. And it only takes like 30 seconds and it helps me a lot. So this would mean the world. Just leave a review by saying why you would recommend this podcast to someone, how it has inspired you, helped you on your journey. And I can't wait to see you next week. Much love from Maria.